There's another squad attacking. Welcome to the Third Party Podcast. My name is Shay, and I am joined today by my co-host, Henry. Big welcome to the listeners. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about news, and then we're going to get into ranked mode, and we're going to end up with some questions. So let's just jump right into it for today. This is your weekly Apex Legends podcast, and let's get into the news. First and foremost, uh, we have from the same person, Shrutkel, a leaked new heirloom set. Henry, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, crazy. I mean, heirlooms have been a big thing in this game, uh, starting pretty early uh, with the Wraith heirloom and the Bloodhound heirloom. Um, Pathfinder as well. Pathfinder probably has the best heirloom. Boxing gloves, those um, are sweet. To be honest. Um, But yeah, heirlooms are big. Um, Kind of a shock to see Octane as the next person coming up. Yeah, so there's going to be a picture of it up on our social media. So if you want to see that, it's at the third party pod. We'll also post a link to the original Twitter user who data mined it in the description below. But pretty much, it is a heirloom for Octane and is a butterfly knife. Yeah, kind of has a little bit of a green stem vibe on it. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm surprised. I think that I was. It's our first uh, non non original legend mm-hmm. to get an heirloom. Yeah, and from an heirloom standpoint, I was expecting octane to get more of like a maybe he like toys around with stem or i know the selfie cameras and the dive mm-hmm. emote so i thought maybe it was going to be something like that that could have been cool yeah but i don't see the strict connection on the lore between the butterfly knife and octane yeah that's a good point i mean i feel like from an animation standpoint butterfly knives or you know that very jugular it'll be very cool um cool like fast movements i think they're gonna be able to do some cool stuff um but yeah you're right it's not really somebody that messes around with knives a whole lot he's not like bloodhound so i mean i would say we're gonna maybe we'll get more with it but we've already had his town takeover and we've done a lot of lore with him so i think i think it's just he's a very he's a popular character he's a very popular character i would say he's not uh strictly like a tier one character in the meta and we'll go into the tiers of our legends and our beliefs soon in the next couple episodes that'll be exciting but I think that from a, if you're joining to the game brand new, Octane is a very loved character. It's very fun. Um, I think he's got cool animations. I'm not a huge fan of his skins. I think that his new arachnoid skin from the like uh, bonus battle thing, I don't know what it's called, is pretty cool. But yeah, I was a little surprised for sure. Yeah, last episode you were talking about how you really liked the unveiling uh, commercial or video they came out with Apex. I think that the video they came out with the World's Edge was yeah. super cool. And with Octane sitting there in his little cubicle playing Titanfall on the, oh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. console, that was pretty cool. That so, was sweet. I mean, his heirloom could have been like a controller or something, but yeah. we got this. I think the animation will be cool. I'm excited to see if they end up with connecting it to the lore in some standpoint. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, but the other piece of, uh, data that was mined is a new gibraltar skin gibraltar. same thing same yep henry our gibraltar main <laughs> same thing feel free to check that out on the social or in the description below it's a pretty dang cool looking skin as a gibraltar main what are your thoughts on it say what you will about gibraltar he's op 
He's a tank. He's got all the abilities. And I feel that he has been uh, kind of underrepresented on the skin side. Um, I recently got my first legendary skin, and it is not the best. It's cool. I should have it. I deserve it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm excited to see more, and I really like how this looks. It's very cool. It's almost it's this blue, yellow. Honestly, it gives me very strong Titanfall Titan vibes. Yeah. Reminds me of Legion. And I don't know what the name of the skin is. I've heard Legion as the ranked, as the rumored name for it. But I think that this is the first really like skin that has a strong correlation to the Titanfall universe. And I think yeah. that's really cool. I agree. I mean, everything from like the boots and having like the toe clips, it looks very mechanical, very robotic. And then it almost looks like uh, the face has some cybernetics or some sort of robotic interface. Um so and that's kind it. of that's our vibe for season four is very mm -hmm. Hammond Robotics. We got the Watson in the for Battle sure. Pass, yep. Cyberpunked, very robotic oriented, and I think it's gonna fit right in. I think it'll be one of the top Gibraltar skins. I love the snowman. I don't know the name of the skin off mm -hmm. the top of my head. That's probably my favorite Gibraltar one, but outside of that, I'm not a huge fan of the rest of the skins. Yeah. But yeah, I think that is really cool. Another thing that's important to mention is these leaks are, you know, not confirmed. Um, but I personally have a high degree of confidence behind both of these. They both make sense. Um, you know, we knew that we were going to be getting another heirloom, and Gibraltar makes sense to give them a little skin or two. Yeah, I think the heirloom is going to be cool. Uh, it's it's awesome. I love heirlooms. They're very interesting. I was expecting a different legend. I think it would have been very cool to see possibly like a even a crypto, even, even though that would have been newer, but that, that would have been, been cool. But yeah, so let's get a little bit into the topic for the day. And we're going to talk about ranked mode and kind of go over how we think ranked mode has changed since it's the first come out and what legends are best in ranked mode and how the meta is set up and the mechanics behind ranked mode. That's and a lot. Yeah, first and foremost, uh, looking at ranked mode when it first came out compared to now, there's been a major, major amount of changes what are your thoughts on those do you think it's improved or stayed the same decreased yeah i mean taking it all the way back to the beginning just because we're just getting started here um before ranked or anything was even out there i remember that the biggest thing on a competitive side was a b level 100 yeah. very important um, for cred in the community <laughs> um, but then also some key badges like winning the game as a champion and a kill leader yeah or um 20 kill badge 20 kill badge damage is big badge, yeah um and then even though there's not a badge for it but getting consecutive wins was something that i definitely aimed for and tried to get those back-to-back -back dubs um but well, yeah then the, the first kind of i was gonna say we're talking about ranked and the first kind of ranked mode we had i believe it was called elite yep. q or something yeah. like around those lines and that yeah. was crazy because we had the very very strong zone at that point oh my gosh. where it just murdered you at the very beginning and the goal was to finish in the top three pretty yeah. much and get the dub and that yeah. was cool and you still see some people rocking that badge if they got like the 20 streak mm -hmm. or the 25 streak and Which that's is, incredible that's, that's impressive that's impressive but looking at ranked mode now um i think the legends have very much altered ranked mode in the mm -hmm. meta that we're in right now yeah that elite mode, I think, gave a real push uh, to people really changing how they play. And just like you're saying, to what legends people even choose. 
um, before it was a lot more casual folks on the team. Um, but even that first elite queue was really pushing people to work together, close the gap, third party. And yeah, you're right. We saw that change in the legends. Yeah. And now with this most recent version of ranked mode, we've added another tier. So we have master tier now, which pretty much replaced apex predator. And now apex predator is the top 500 players on console or PC and or Xbox, PlayStation and PC. And I think that's awesome. I'm a big fan of this change because we had a very big issue with the last ranked mode, which was dashboarding, which pretty much means that you could quit the game without penalty and never lose ranked points. And so Apex Predator mode got a lot more casual and it was not as intense and competitive. And we've just started playing this ranked season four and it is crazy competitive right now. Yeah. Not to say that we've been struggling, but it definitely we see a lot more competition. Um, in previous seasons and ranked mode, what you're talking about with the dashboarding problem is we don't have a full party. Yeah. So we're a duo looking for a third teammate, and we were up in you know diamond leagues playing with people that just abandoned the team. Not professional players, yeah. like people that weren't serious, that were fine to quit games, that. We're just trying to get kills. And so I think that this new season, making it way more competitive, fixing that error, mm-hmm. and then putting in the dive trails, capping those, and then putting in this new top 500 uh, Apex Legends uh, is pretty Yeah, when you see next season, when we get to next, or the next ranked season, when you see an Apex Predator, that is going to be... That's real. That's real. That's It means you're top 500. I know if that's you got real. into diamond you were a top seven percent in season three mm-hmm. um but top 500 is that's like you're talking 0.01 percent of apex legends that's, players it's gonna be crazy you gotta be really working hard i mean we're not gonna make it to apex predator we're hoping to grind in the master tier yeah. this uh rank split right now but it's tough you know you need to have a team you need to have three people mm-hmm. and public service announcement when it comes to etiquette playing as a solo i think don't abandon your team. Stick with the team, especially in ranked. If you're playing ranked, you got to be, if you're not on mics, that's fine. I think we've played with a lot of people that are very great teammates that didn't have a mic. Utilizing the ping system that Apex is known for because it's so good is important. And honestly, if you're playing with two other people and two people say to go somewhere, don't go somewhere else. You got to stick with the team. In the end. I agree. In the end, three versus three is much better than three versus two. Every time, doesn't matter how skilled you are. If you're getting shot from two people, it's tough. Yeah. And we don't ask them a lot. Like, we don't <laughs> ask a lot from a third teammate. I don't need armor. I drop with armor. That's Gibraltar. <laughs> so, like, you don't have to ping out anything uh, for me, but I just want you to be there at the very least to take some bullets. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, the strategies for ranked mode. And specifically let's focus on the legends to start right now Mm -hmm. what do you think are the differences between certain legends in public lobbies versus ranked mode now yeah um you know i think you see a lot more pathfinder in public lobbies um, than you do in ranked lobbies um just because in public lobbies the real goal is to get those high kill games you know if you're uh being competitive um and then in the ranked modes you're looking at a lot more defensive players um, a lot of gibraltar yeah you're not really seeing a lot of bloodhound you're not seeing people that move fast 
not seeing a lot of octane. Um, you're seeing a little bit of lifeline, um, but a high emphasis on Gibraltar, Watson, yeah, um, crypto. That's, that's what I wanted to talk about. Even seeing some caustic out there. Yeah. So, uh, since we started playing rank season four, I've pretty much been maining Watson, yeah. and because that's a, that's really different for you. Yes, it's very. I'm Pathfinder main, being mm-hmm. very aggressive, but to switch up to playing Watson has been very key, I think. I think we've had a lot more success when it comes to wins. And I would recommend that if you're in ranked mode and you're playing the win, not to get kills, if you're playing the win, you need a Watson on your team. Yeah. And I think the important thing about it is the ult for Watson, popping down her ultimate, allowing you to charge shields saves you shield cells. And the less time you have to spend looting in ranked and the more time you can spend getting into position mm-hmm. for the final circle is very very important yeah i mean i i know what the listeners are thinking because i was there uh, not too long ago um, but some of these decisions on what legends to choose can also be subconscious effects if you're playing a character like octane or pathfinder you're highly mobile you're less likely to be sticking really close to your team and so that means you're more likely to go into a, a two-on-one or a three-on-one. For sure. Um, and if you're I playing Watson, say, you can't really venture out. So yeah. it's it's better. I do think there's a caveat to all of this. I think if you're maining a legend and you understand that legend's abilities, breakdowns, and everything, and have played with them enough and are a team-oriented player, I think you can take any legend into ranked mode. For sure. I do think, and I think that's the case for every mode. I will just say that I think that if you're going, if you're in a lineup with a team and you want to win Gibraltar, Watson, Pathfinder, I think yeah. that is the key right now. I yeah. think if you're scanning survey beacons as Pathfinder and then your team is looting up and playing moving, safe and moving to those balloons. zones, losing the balloons, placement is important and ranked. And honestly, we've had games now where we've gone into the top like six or seven squads when we're in round four, round mm-hmm. five. And we've got maybe one kill, one assist. You're going to end up, you could end up with six kills, two assists very quickly at the end of those final circles when everybody's pushing together. Yeah. There's no reason to risk it right off the drop. You know, you don't have to go to a hot drop in ranked mode, um, but you just want to go somewhere, get a gun, scan a beacon, rotate, and then hold up. If you're in the top five, you can easily get your points and kills and max out with an easy win. Yeah. Um, you just don't need to be being reckless. And this is probably, this could be an unpopular opinion. I mean, a lot of people, it's just a game, playing for the kills, playing for fun. And I think that's key. I do think that ranked mode, because of the changes to disallow dashboarding and put a higher emphasis on getting to that master rank and resetting the dive trails every season split, is going to lead to a lot more competitive play. And I've already yeah. noticed it where, man, when you get into that final, those final five, six teams, every team's got fences up. Yeah, every team's got traps. Yeah. And if you're not seeing it, you're not playing ranked right. Well, if you're not seeing it, you're still down in silver and gold. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just <laughs> true. Um, yeah. And I mean, this is for competitive. And I, at least, can speak to myself. I get too excited and serious about getting the dubs. But we're here talking about how to play ranked. And the way to get points is to survive. 
Mm-hmm. You do not get points in the upper tiers by pushing teams and trying to get kills. Well, you look at it this way. Let's talk a little bit about this. Yeah. So there's a the point system for ranked is pretty much that you get five max. So you can get mm-hmm. five kills, five assists, a combo of each. You yeah. max out at five. And you max out at five kills and are finishing 11th or 12th mm-hmm. from a squad perspective. There's you're probably only going positive four, positive eight. It just depends yeah. on what mode you're in right now. It depends on what rank you're in and how yeah. negative you're going to start. Um, yeah, the further you hire, the higher you get up, the more important placement becomes. Yeah, and say you're in that scenario, you got your five points for kills and assists, and your top eleven. Yeah, you might barely be positive, but take a look at the risk that you put yourself and your team at. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to get those kills, you might have to have two or three different engagements. Yep. What's the likelihood of surviving those, especially with not the best loot, not the best armor in the early stages? You're not all, you know, uh, tight with your team yet. Um, that's risky. Yeah. And we would honestly, I would love to get your guys' opinions on this, listeners. And if you're commenting on something about ranked, maybe we'll put up some polls on Twitter. I would love to hear what your thoughts are on your strategies because yeah. I think it's interesting. And Send us an email at the third party pod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love a third if anybody really wants love to grind with third. us. But there's I, so much I want to know about what people are thinking. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of Pathfinder players are really good because it's a high skill capped character with the mobility and the grapple. It's hard. Um, but I feel like a not, not a lot of Pathfinders are scanning the beacons. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious what would make them do that. And maybe why not? Do you think that there are some other legends also? Like what other? So we we talked about yeah. Pathfinder, Watson, Gibraltar. Mm-hmm. What are the other legends you think are bettered in yeah. rank mode? Yeah. So we're not talking about just like overall who's good, but better specifically in ranked. I think that Wraith um, is a great alternate for the Pathfinder. Um, being able to do some scouting go out on her own I to secure that positioning. You can argue Wraith better than Pathfinder in ranked mode. Yeah, you can, especially if the Pathfinder is not scanning beacons. Yeah. If you don't have that sort of intel going into it and you have that ability to hunker down with Watson and Jibby, um, Wraith is definitely better. Yeah, being able to teleport you out of a situation or to a new location and not take damage because yeah. when you're on a zip line, you are exposed and portal you're not and yeah. so i think that that is something that's really important portal portal versus zipline could be its own podcast i mean <laughs> it's a it's a t- it's tough i don't know if i have a fully flushed out opinion um i know you get the ziplines really fast true you get them all the time portal's pretty quick also though portal is quick zipline uh you know gives you that high ground that's even though true. we've seen a lot of changes in how and where uh, high ground is. Not as valuable on World's Edge. Yeah, which is a disappointing nerf to Pathfinder. True. Um, But the portal is also cool because you can crawl through the portal. um, So you can Helpful to get your your dead teammates. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you have uh, an aggressive opponent and they want to come through your portal, easily shoot them in the back. Yeah. Um, You know, there's cool stuff you can do with the portal. Um, but also cool stuff you can do is a zip line. So it's kind of a toss up, but yeah, I agree. Wraith is a strong argument mm-hmm. um, as a as a critical legend on those competitive teams. And what do you think about caustic? 
I mean, Caustic's a controversial character. Man. We were very big Caustic haters just a couple weeks ago. I hate Caustic. And the daily challenges, they made me play Caustic. And within my third game, I dropped a 14 kill, 2900 damage game. And yeah. I was like, okay, I guess I got to try this a little bit more and see what's going on. And I enjoyed it. I yeah. think there's definitely pros. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Caustic and kind of his role in competitive and just in general. I mean, would you put him on the same tier as Watson? Yes. Yes? Really? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It takes a very smart player. I think you have to be smarter uh, as a Caustic than a Watson. Fair. Might be controversial, but I think that's true. Well, Caustic has such a negative effect on his teammates, and possibly. The and that's, that's the, the thing. Yeah. I mean, Watson doesn't do that. No other character really does that except maybe Crypto a little bit and maybe Bangalore or Jibby with their ultimate. But Caustic slows down and blinds his own team um, almost without even knowing it. Like, Yeah, I would argue, though, I would still argue that when we're looking at Caustic versus Watson, mm -hmm. I think Watson's ult. Watson's ult just changes the game. The ability to push a corner, push a rock, that. and pop down. Mm-hmm a watson trap i don't even know what it's called off the top yeah. of my head and be able to hold that corner that very yeah. small area and really throwables are such a huge part of this game yeah. and such an underutilized aspect in you know the lower ranked modes and the when we first started playing and so now that you're up in this higher we're up in the higher level of competitive play having something to disengage throwables gibraltar traps all yeah. of that is huge I think that dynamic between Gibraltar and Watson is massive. Yeah. I mean, the ability for Gibraltar to do a quick res under the dome oh, uh, is huge. Um, if you can pop down a Watson ult and a bubble and then start doing fences and then toss out an artillery out to soften people up um, in order for you to build up those defenses, it's huge. I mean, yeah. I don't know how you can make an argument for Octane. Oh yeah. Over that. I mean, it's just like those are different legends and different teams that you're going up against. It's play style. It's seriously comes down to play style. Like yeah. if you are gonna play as Octane and ranked, you gotta play with a team that's like on the same page. You gotta be willing to you're be like moving we're moving. Instead. We're pushing. You're we're moving instead. And that we could talk more about that idea in ranked of the the mobile team that, you know, is trying to rotate fast and get zoned, but they are pushing teams because mm -hmm. they need to get that loot. Um, and that's interesting. Yeah. I've found that the further into ranked we've gotten and the more defensive we've played, my, at the beginning of this ranked series, I thought I need purple armor. I need my purple extended mags. Yeah. That's the only chance to win. And I've found that the end of these games, going into the final engagements with blue armor, blue extended mags has been perfectly fine yeah we've pulled off some crazy wins where when the zone is shrinking very small gibraltar's ult changes the game yeah like you can't miss yeah i do want to get back to caustic but what you're saying about the loot at those end stages of the game that also has a big part into what guns we pick up yeah uh g7 doesn't need a whole lot of attachments hemlock doesn't need a whole lot of attachments hemlock single fire yeah <laughs> if you have that, you're you're in a pretty good spot. For sure. What so, do you want to talk about with Caustic a little bit more? Just kind of that dynamic between Caustic or Watson and which one you want to choose. 
Caustic is a legend that I've hated for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, not just because of his bad attitude, but because he hurts his own teammates. <laughs> but if you break down his like stats, his loadout, he's got fortified. Yeah. So he's going into every single fight with more health than you know his one-on-one. Huge advantage. Um, people could argue that the hitbox counteracts that, but still, in I those close-quarters things, yeah. um, I think it does impact some stuff. It's worth mentioning. For sure. Um, and then just the passive being able to see through that gas, that's pretty much like having Bloodhound's visual ultimate as a tactical or a passive. I've felt like I've been playing Caustic a little bit lately. And when you are ISOing someone one on one, if you're in a one on one engagement or even a one on two and you can pop the ult on them, even yeah. if it's in an open field yeah. and push them. It's such a huge advantage. It covers major ground. It's hard to uh, like dodge. Yeah. It's a pretty big cloud, to be honest. Um, the traps, people can argue that they suck because they're really easy to uh, take out or shoot the bottoms of them. For sure. Um, but kind of how you play them is you toss it up people's faces. Like <laughs> you start off a fight, you're willing to take a bullet or two because you have more health. You'll toss up a trap, shoot it yourself, or mm-hmm. they just trigger it. And then they're blind, you have them outlined, and they're taking four damage a tick. So that's pretty good. I think that if you're playing Caustic, you've got to be in communication with your squad. Yeah. I think it's easy to play Caustic when you're on the mic with two other people and you're telling them, hey, I'm throwing this gas cloud here. Mm -hmm. I'm popping this trap on this door. So don't, you know, camp by this door because I don't want you to get blinded. Caustic is a very, very high difficulty player to play Mm -hmm. and the reward though if you can play caustic correctly is very high yeah and maybe we can argue that gibraltar caustic watson is for ranked mode purposes one of the best loadouts to play that could be that could be said for sure but like your the skill requirement of having all those randoms choose that it would be tough yeah like if you had a strategy and you were all on the mics then yeah for sure i think we could make that that argument Agreed. Well, let's get a little bit more into just uh, generalizations when it comes to ranked mode. And what is, there have been a lot of big changes to ranked. Master tier, mm-hmm. changing that all up. Where do you think the future of ranked mode is going? Or do you think we've found it right now? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's pretty dang competitive right now. If you watch on YouTube, if you watch season one Kings Canyon scrims and you see these competitive tournaments, you'll find that there's like 17 squads left on round four Mm -hmm. in a very small area. And we're shifting to that now in ranked mode. The higher up in the ranks you get, we've got like eight to 10 teams left round five, round four, and it's competitive. And it's so satisfying to win. Yeah. It's huge. Um, I've really been enjoying it. And I think that we're getting it down. Yeah. I mean, it's a different type of play than public. For sure. I think that the next big change to ranked mode is not going to come from an actual restructuring of ranked mode, but rather the introduction of a new legend. I think that a new legend is going to be the thing that switches up ranked. I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, I'm excited about the possibilities of Loba in the future, and we're going to get into Loba on the next podcast a little bit. But Watson was the first legend to come across that changed the meta of ranked Mm -hmm. when watson was introduced i don't think there was a very uh positive 
Yeah, the reception uh, of Watson wasn't really ready, yeah. I feel. It was and a push to the right direction, but sure. I don't know if everybody was ready for it. But now Watson is just so key. And so I think that something that I think they tried to do it with crypto. I think they tried to have crypto kind of be that, okay, we're going to see a lot of crypto and ranked and competitive yeah. play because he's going to counteract the Watson and the caustic mm -hmm. and the camping. And I think that there's a possibility that if he gets buffed, that could still happen. I think so. But when he goes into that drone and it's takes himself just, out of the battle completely, it's pretty tough. It's, it's a, a stab tough in the back of the team. Yeah. Like, you can't really do much with that intel or that ult when you're playing down a player. So I think that the strategy behind it is is if you're playing crypto, I think you gotta have a wraith with you. I think you gotta have a wraith to say, okay, you're in the drone. I'm gonna pop a portal right next yep. to you. We're gonna push up. You hit them with the ult and then come out of your drone and we're pushing a team yep. that's already all taken 50 damage and they're slowed. And then yeah. you're right there if you have that portal with you. Yeah, and that all comes down to the communication. And, yeah. you know, not all the legends listening are fully stacked with a team. I think our takeaway from today is communication is key in <laughs> ranked key mode. Ranked. Yeah, I agree. That's yeah. probably obvious. I mean, it, yeah, that might be easy to say, but like we've just had, oh man, so many bad experiences. And maybe we'll go into some horror stories on a podcast of playing with people, but it's it's tough and you need to have communication to be successful. And yeah, I think that's important. Something, one more thing I'll add to maybe what I'm foreseeing in the future of ranked is because we see that this is a team game that you need to communicate that there's a certain combination of legends that you want to keep. I could see them perhaps adding a team rank in system. Interesting. So like a clan, honestly, Almost in a way a clan. Yeah. That'd be very cool. So like you rank up as an individual, say you're like silver three, but you have a separate rank altogether with your team. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. It'd be a tough dynamic I with wonder. the now that there's this uh, buffer to ranked where you can only play with someone that's like one rank next to you. Yeah. Once your pass is gold. And I think that was really important. I think that's really changed the competitive landscape a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that'd be very interesting. Do you think that we'll ever see like a ranked solos or duos? Oh, I'm telling you, there should be. I know in the last episode, I talked a little bit about that, mm -hmm. how I think that solos and duos is extremely competitive um, just because people are so spread out and the, the team chemistry isn't quite there. Like if you're in duos and you're playing Lifeline, you're not getting a res off. Like it's very hard to play down one player. Like Two on one is hard. Two on two is kind of fair. So it's it's tough, and I could for sure see that sort of thing coming out mm -hmm. if they decided to make those modes more regular. For sure, yeah. It would be interesting to see. Um, I like it how it is. I think that I have I have a lot of trust in Respawn. I have a lot of trust mm -hmm. in Respawn and EA that they're going to do the right thing, and so I think that wherever they push ranked mode is going to be the best. We've only seen improvement from them, in my opinion. If you want to argue that there shouldn't be a kill cap in ranked, I think that's a good point. I think that's why the competitive play is so high, though, right now, where there is not as much of an incentive to go crazy and push. Yeah, we didn't talk too much about that point system with the with the kill cap and the assist counting as a kill, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I love it. I do, too. And I love that the ults affect the assist. So like yeah. if you're a crypto and you you know, slow somebody, yeah. you're going to get the assist for that. Or if you're a mirage and you bamboozle somebody, yeah. you get an assist. You don't even have to hit them with a bullet. Yeah. It's crazy. It's I, really I like nice. That. I like it a lot. Um, 
And the cap is is tough, but I think that it's an important motivation to go for that um, that long term placement and trying to get up there in the final fights. For sure. So let's. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on ranked mode in general before we move on to our questions? I love ranked. I think it's very competitive. I'm excited to see more people. And again, we're looking for a competent third to to hop on and help us out. Yeah, we're mainly on Xbox, but you know we got PlayStation and PC too. So it's not good how many hours we do played. it all. We do <laughs> it's it all. It's not good. So let's uh, get into some questions for the day. We got two questions we want to cover. One serious, one not so much. Uh, the first question comes from Alex, and Alex asked us if we have a cat. So yes, maybe <sighs> if you heard in the last episode, if you ever hear some crazy, you know. Uh, scratching or purring in the background of the podcast. We apologize. It is the cat. Yeah. Great cat. Shout out to Solar, the cat. She's sleeping right now, which is a blessing. Um, But getting pretty destructive. So yeah, she's crazy. She'll crawl crawl over the mics and try to make this as hard as possible for us. Tries to make us lose rank games too. Yeah, that happens a lot. (sighs) Okay, let's get into the next question, and this is going to come from Ethan. I'm going to pass this one over to you, so I'm going to have you answer this first. So where do you like to drop on World's Edge? That's what Ethan asks. Great question. Great question. Do you want to separate this between regular and ranked? Yeah, absolutely. So start with regular. Start you got to make that distinction. Um, but great question, um, because a big thing that we all try to get is surviving the drop. That For first sure. phase of the game is really important, and in that... Uh, you know, drop selection is one of your first big calls. Um, I guess first the general answer is we try well in the pubs. In pubs, in start pubs, with pubs. Love Mirage Voyage. Still love Capital City. Um, West and East Fragment. Yeah, um, we refer to kind of the tall building with the zip wires up the elevator shafts in West Fragment as Watson's Village. Yeah, Watson's Village or Watson's Castle just because she's so good at fencing up each floor um, and holding down that respawn beacon up top. Like dropping there. Um, Refinery is also a decent one. Um, Overlook is something that people kind of overlook. overlook. Oh, Um, yeah. But we do like to drop there. There's a good amount of loot and a nice rotation uh, down to the tunnels and then a nice uh, balloon to get back to wherever you need to be. Um, Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Great answer. I love dropping everywhere in pubs. That's true. In pubs, it's all fun to mix it up. The city is great. The dome is great. Um, Yeah. Sorting factory is even pretty exciting. That's a really big spot. Yeah. Don't just name every place on the map for Ethan. Yeah, sorry. Ethan, if you're, dropping, Voyage, yep, great. if you're dropping pubs, and this is my opinion, and getting better is you want to drop where it's hot. You want to you wanna play competitive and want to play fast in Publix, and that's how you get better. Yeah. And so I would say that dropping Hot Zone, dropping Mirage Voyage, and dropping Capital City, those are the three places we yeah. drop the most. Let's get into ranked, though. Where oh. do you drop in ranked mode, Henry? First thing I'll say is if you have a Pathfinder or now a different legend, go to the Possibly. beacons. Go Possibly. to the beacons. Not confirmed. Um, yeah, not confirmed, it but exciting stuff. Um, I would really consider going to the beacons. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get that early intel, loot uh, kind of scarce, and then take all the balloons you can in order to get to where you need to be before everybody else, mm-hmm. I think that's really crucial. Yeah, what we've been doing a lot is when dropship starts, Mm-hmm. You see how many people have left. If a large amount of people have left, we're normally holding off. 
Yeah. So you so wait a little bit. To wait, see. wait a little bit. If a very small amount of people have left, will drop pretty fast and go pretty much go parallel to the drop ship. Yeah. Going as perpendicular. perpendicular, going as far away as possible. Because for us, our goal is to drop somewhere that has a survey beacon mm-hmm. and has a pretty good amount of loot and we won't yeah. drop with another team. We try to I get don't the challenge people on the drop. It's just not fun. Well, like... I would say that it's great. It's great to get a kill or two early on. Mm-hmm. It's just that when you're losing, you know, 46, 60 ranked points off the drop because you didn't get a gun because you got unlucky. That's very frustrating. Yeah. And Ethan, you know it too. When you drop at the end of that, yeah, you have a jump master, but you all split off, Yeah, you know, so you're not all taking each other's loot. If you're challenging another squad, then you're going to be ISO'd. Mm-hmm. Like there's a high chance of that. So looking backwards on the dropship, identifying someplace far from the path that has a survey beacon that you know the name of that's going to have some stuff um, is a great idea. Yeah. And if you're not playing with a Pathfinder and so you're not really focusing on that survey beacon, I like to go somewhere that's on an edge of a map. And so mm-hmm. by what that means is, so if you are dropping somewhere towards the middle of the map, like you're dropping in uh, sorting for yeah. off the top of my head, you have the potential for people to come at you from four directions. And if you drop in some other places like dome, you really only got to worry about three directions. Totally. And so just eliminating the amount of possibilities for engagement early on in the game, I think is important if yeah. you're trying to win in ranked mode. Because you don't want to get third party. No, you don't want to get third party. You just want to be third party in. Yep. Well, thank you guys today for listening to the third party podcast. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere you can listen. Uh, leave a five-star review with your question or email us at the thethirdpartypod at gmail.com, and we will answer your questions on the next episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at thethirdpartypod. We try to interact with everybody on there. And if you have any thoughts that you want to shoot us, please let us know. So thank you for listening. See ya. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey brother, not today, maybe tomorrow.